So, you know, a lot of time managers, CEOs, executives don't know what to do when one of their employees comes and asks for a raise and you screw it up. There are certain situations where somebody asks you for a raise in a certain way, you ought to say, absolutely not and move on. But there are certain circumstances and the way they do it, you ought to actually entertain the idea. We're going to talk about that today. Okay, so stick around till the very end to get a PDF of exactly what to do when someone's coming and asking you for a raise. But let's, let's unpack this whole conversation of what happens when people come and ask you for a raise. First of all, if you're a small business, the employee's going to come and ask you for a raise because you got three, four, five employees, right? But if you're running a decent-sized business, say 50, 100 employees, it's generally going to be one of your managers that's going to come up to you saying, hey, Bobby asked for a raise, what should we do, et cetera, et cetera. So it's either Bobby asks manager, manager brings up to C-suite, C-suite says, we got a guy here that's asking for a raise, okay? Or your middle management's going to ask the C-suite, and the C-suite brings it up to you. Or the C-suite says, hey, I kind of want to talk to you, here's what I'm looking at. So depending on size of business, circumstances can change, but here's a few things to be thinking about. So anytime anyone's coming and asking you for a raise, put everybody in four different categories. One category is high trust, high specialized. This is somebody you trust. This is somebody that's a very good employee for you. They're a superstar. They're a rock star. They're kicking ass. They're doing so good for the company that almost they should never ask you for a raise. You should give them a raise, okay? You ought to right now watch this video and say, let me make a list of the guys that I want to go up to and give them a raise. And you go do that. It's not good for them to come and ask you for a raise, okay? But remember, this is highly specialized, highly trust, positive attitude, reliable workers going above and beyond, been with you for a while, they've made money, they got results, they got everything to do with data, with attitude, with developing leaders up here. Second one is the people that you have that maybe you're not aware of that somebody may be recommending, they're doing a good job, they're not the highest, they're not the highest specialized, not the highest trust, reliable, but they're good employees that you have. Then it's those that if they ask you for a raise, you can let them go. If they don't ask you for a raise, they're gonna do their job. Maybe you'll just give them a three to 5% raise and a small bonus, then it's the bottom one of people that you kind of got to be proactive and fire and let them go, right? So whoever asks you for a raise, first things first, you put them in different boxes. Is it first one, second one, third one, fourth one? Okay, so that's that part. Now, and obviously, whichever one it falls in, you know what to do, and you have to make a decision on what to do with that individual. But let me go a little bit deeper than that. So if somebody comes and asks you for a raise, immediate reaction. Let's see how they're asking you for the raise. If they say something like this to you, one of my uh, uh, employees, and I've been, I've been in business for 20-some years now, and I watch how people ask me for a raise, and I watch how some of them did it every year. Well, I had one example of a guy that would do it in the following way. Every year, and I didn't know at this time how to handle it, every year he would say, I got a job offer from this recruiter that they're willing to pay me $80,000, and you're only paying me $60,000. But if you pay me $80,000, I'll stick around. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do in this situation here? So I give him the eighty. Then I noticed second year, guess what he did? Same exact script. There's a, there's a company that just reached out to me and they're willing to offer me $100,000. And if you don't give this to me, you know, I mean, you know, I love this company, but I'm like, oh shit. So I went to 100. Do you know what eventually happened to me with this person? They used the same tactic four times until I finally said, nope, I suggest you take the job and you move on. All the best to you because that person was never all in. That person was just using that tactic. And years later, I found out that we had an executive that was teaching everybody on how to come ask me for a raise, and it was in a way to ask for the raise, but with threats and another offer. And the CEO gets cornered, and the CEO doesn't know what to do. Then the C-suite executive or the middle management, it wasn't really a C-suite, but a management person would come up to me and say, 
well, listen, if you don't, we really need this person. We really need this person. We really need this person. Two years after that person left, the three people came and told me how that person coached them on how to come and ask me for a raise, and they would have their back. So what does this mean to you? Sometimes your structure of how you give people a raise, if you don't have structure, your management is going to create the structure on how to get a, a raises because if you're the CEO, if you're the person running the company, there's management here and then there's everybody else that's asking for the raise and they go through this person. If you are not on the same values and principles, this person's creating it to everybody because he or she is trying to keep loyalty from these guys. And the way they keep loyalty is not high level leadership. It's actually very low level leadership. They do it the following way. Don't worry, I'm going to help you get a raise. Here's how to go ask Pat for a raise and pop, 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 pop. Here's how to go ask Johnny for the raise. First, talk to a recruiter and get some kind of an offer letter from another company and then give it to me and then I'm going to go and say, I think we're going to lose this person. So here's eventually what happened. I paid attention to all the managers I had and say they all have 10, 15, 20 different employees. Why was one of them getting more people coming to me with a threat of leaving over others? Then I said, something's a little bit fishy here. Someone's training, do you understand what I'm saying? Someone's training them on how to come and ask me for a raise. So then I went and had a conversation with the level management, that manager. Then I started calling everybody that was asking for a raise directly, overlapping them, just to have a conversation. So tell me, um, how did you get in contact? How did the recruiter get a hold of you? Uh, you, you know, it's just, um, yeah, how did you find out about the recruiter? Well, you know, this, this, I said, okay. So then I created criteria, and here's what the criteria are. Seven-pointer. Create a seven-pointer employee for yourself, whatever the seven-pointers may be. Extremely specialized. Number two, extreme high attitude. Number three, always show up on time. Citizenship, right? Number four, you know, they're great leaders. They develop other leaders. Number five, you know, it's somebody that's been around the company for two years who has constantly gone above and beyond. Whatever. Create your own seven-pointer and then tell yourself, when people are going through this, I'm willing to make an offer to people that are five-pointers or higher, not anybody below a five-pointer, right? Number two, get all your management to be on the same page when it comes down to offers. Because if somebody comes to you and tells you they got an offer from another company and you give them that offer back, they're going to come back to you again six months from now, 12 months from now, 18 months from now. We had somebody three years ago, got hired. Two months later, we gave them the $20,000 raise because that person moved up to a different department, changed their profile on LinkedIn, right when they changed their profile on LinkedIn, contacted a recruiter saying, I'm now such and such position. The recruiter found them a $98,000 a year job with $30,000 bonus. Then they came up and said, if you don't give me this position, I'm gonna go over here. Then eventually I said, I'm not giving you a raise anymore. It's done. Because just three months ago, you were at such and such. Now you're asking me for this. Now you're playing games. I don't appreciate that. We're good to go. We wish you nothing but the best. Go ahead, oh, no, 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 I wasn't really taking that job. Oh, you're not? No, I'm not. You're not taking a job? I'm not taking a job. So now you're not taking a job. I'm not taking a job. So then that's when I know, I said, this is not the right person. We have to move on and go find somebody else. And we have to replace her. And we got somebody else to move on the company. And he, here's what you have to realize. The more clear you are about this process when people come to you, the better you're going to do. People are going to come and recommend. I prefer recommendations. This is what I prefer. I prefer a management coming and recommending somebody to get XYZ. Every single year, this is how we do it. I go through a list of all our employees. We have a clear structure on bonuses. And management will come up to me and say, I believe this person hit this person at their goals. 
25% was linked to EBITDA profits, 25% was linked to top line revenue, we hit our goals. The other 25% was their OKR, and the other 25% was whatever. They get 50% the goal, which is 20% their salary. You're making 60 grand, 12%, 20% is 12 grand, 50% is six grand. Here's $6,000 bonus. Awesome job, Johnny, for the work you did this year by hitting your criterias, right? And then I think this person deserves a 5% raise. I think this person deserves a 10% raise. I think there's a new position I want to move this person. Great leaders at the top ought to be thinking about how to help their guys move up constantly. That's what great leaders at the top do. When you do that, you're moving people up. Ain't nobody thinking about other offers. Some people are going to go out there and work at places to get a resume, to constantly get better jobs and get salaries, and they're not really the best employees. They just know how to work the game. They're eventually going to get caught. Just so you know, the market doesn't favor people like that. Because if, let's just say, you're worth only 60, but someone's paying you 110, you're eventually going to get exposed and get fired. And you think, you know what's worse than, wow, I was able to land $110,000 a year job, but you're really only a $60,000 a year specialty guy? You're eventually going to come down here. It's very embarrassing when people realize this because that's when people start putting in their resumes a gap. Yeah, I took a year and a half off to take care of my mom because she was sick. No, during that year and a half, you had three jobs and none of them worked out because people realize you're full of it. And that's why you said you had a year and a half gap. People are eventually going to figure out who the best employees are and who the best talents is. And those guys are going to be fine. The rest are going to get filtered out. It always happens. When the market is doing good, people get lucky and land good salaries. But if you cannot perform on the expectation that you have, you'll eventually be fired. So again, this is going to happen. When people do come up to you and somebody's asking you for a raise, ask them, can you put it in an email and tell me why? How do you think you qualify to get a raise? Here's what was expected of me. This is what I've done the last 12 months. Here's what I improved in this area. Here's what I've done in this area. I think for this, I'm asking for this. I love the company. I love being here. If you notice words that are threatening words, don't negotiate with threatening words. If you don't, I already have five other jobs lined up. You just tell them, listen, man, it's awesome. Like, can you imagine you dating somebody and they say, look, I love you. I'd love to marry you. But if you don't, I got three other guys that are waiting for me to date them. But I really love you, babe. I really want to be with you. Like, wait, what? You got three guys? Let me call them for you right now. Go. I wish you nothing but the best. I never had you in the first place, right? So you have to be aware of that while you're hiring, retaining, and working with people who are asking for a raise. So I talked about a lot of different things. If you want all of this on a PDF, click over here to subscribe and get the whole PDF. And number two, if you want to watch another video that has to do with how for you to ask for a raise, click on this video to learn how you can ask your boss for a raise. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.